Welcome to All the Nuggets. Thank you so much for being part of the Nugget crew. I am your host, Miranda Reyes with Miranda Madison Events, and I am so grateful that you are sharing a part of your day with me. Enjoy this podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. I have Maya James, aka Maya Papaya, on the phone And I had actually ran into her off of Facebook, and Maya just threw it out into one of our groups and was like, I need a planner, and I said, hi, I can help you. (laughs) So then we went up and created some magic in Arcosant Tea, and, you know, Maya was truly the visionary behind it, and everything was amazing. It was so hot. So hot. Oh my god, it was. (laughs) (laughs) But we made it through it, and now we could laugh through it together and look at the pictures um, from that amazing day. But Maya, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, introduce your business, and then also talk about what you do for your full-time position. Okay. Um, Hi, listeners. My name is uh, Maya James. I have a part-time wedding photography business. Um, known as Maya Papaya Pictures. Um, I have been professionally doing wedding photography for about, like, six years. I had to do math there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's been, a, it's been a real interesting and interesting and fun journey. Mm-hmm. Um, my full-time job, I, I, I balance what I do with my full-time job, um, which is working for um, a government office, um, which is the Maricopa County School Superintendent's Office, mm-hmm. um, and so I do media, um, multimedia coordination for them, um, and I kind of balance those, I balance my, my wedding business and my full-time business with, like, also doing um, side gigs. So, like, another one of my side gigs is working for the Cardinal, Arizona Cardinals. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, so it it definitely um, can get a little bit complicated, at least in, like, time spots. But I I balance all three of them right now. It's it's been real nice. Yeah, no, for sure. And then how long have you been in your full-time gig for? Um, I'm coming up on two years. Okay. Yeah, it'll be two years, and I think in May. Okay. But it's been, yeah, it's been super, super great. Yeah. I think out of, like, all the full-time jobs that I've had up till now, this one has been the most, like, rewarding, because it, it has me working a lot with kids. Like, yeah. Like, I work a lot with schools and school districts inside Maricopa County. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really great to kind of be able to go into a classroom and see what amazing things kids are working on. Mm-hmm. Um some programs because like you know we look at beyond just like you know the testing and those tests and the um scores and all the academic stuff like you know talking about you know um how some schools are you know treating the whole child right um and you know some of them having extracurriculars that are very very niche for the kids who like are really interested in like robotics and things like that Mm -hmm. no, that's really cool. just the whole, this reading club, which is, we love that too. I think yeah. it's important too. To, to, it is very important to talk about those things too, but right. it's also just really great to see the other opportunities 
some schools have have invested in for their mm-hmm. students mm-hmm. you know that we didn't really have as kids sure and just how many like true passion projects there are nowadays and specific classes and I know um you know, back then there was like a DECA and marketing club and all these different things, which I think is great for kids to start getting into that business world because it's never too early, you know, and to just understand like how things work and how to deal with, granted, it could be something very minor, like selling a little bracelet, but just the small basic skills to start off, you know, is pretty cool. Yes. I feel like. Yes, definitely. So then, do you bounce around to all of the different schools in, like, well, not all of them, but, are, or are you specifically in one district itself? So, um, we are, we oversee all of the districts inside Maricopa County. I think there are 58 school districts. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a pretty, if you, like, kind of look at uh-huh. Maricopa County as a map, it's, it's pretty massive. Yeah. Um. And so we oversee each of those school districts. We have one specific district that is run by the superintendent himself, mm-hmm. um, which is the regional school district. And I really, really love working with them because mm-hmm. um, those being in those schools and being in those communities really, really solidify why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and working with those kids really, really helps me out. And just seeing kind of the work that the administration and the teachers do it's a teacher powered school which is really really awesome because you see the teachers in administrative positions as well as like being teachers they all kind of really rely on one another but it's just really great to watch that community watch over you know the kids and kind of help them out it's i don't know it's it's really really awesome yeah yeah no i didn't even know that was a thing but that's really good to hear you know that they are serving as administrators as well because i think that's really important holy cow um, so then how long have you been doing video? Do you do vi- photo and video for Cardinals or just video? So I work for the video and photo department. I okay. mostly do photography for them. Okay. Um, I think when I started, I was like a utility, which was kind of like a, a gopher. Um, <laughs> in like the production world, like it's, it's, you kind of like, you know, set stuff up, put this over here. Sure back tables, prepare for an event, tear down an event. Yep. Um, and then kind of from there, I built, I like got, I didn't say I got put into a career, but like I, I kind of showed preference to, you know, other skill. I had other skills. And so people were like, you know, rather than have you do, you know, set up this subwoofer, mm-hmm. let's have you, you know, be a part of this team. And so I was a part of a, a green screen team, which was kind of really cool. We were using, um, green screen like technology to kind of um, take photos of fans and then put them on like a background like whether that was like you know by the stadium or oh, like, you yeah. know, on the field or yeah. something like that and so that was kind of like a fun That's cool. thing to do during events and yeah. that kind of grew to doing photography work for them mm-hmm. um, which has grown to like you know doing some high level events that mm-hmm. the Cardinals put on throughout the year sometimes mm-hmm. being on the field um, sometimes, um, just doing like, you know, special projects. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a great little journey. I I started, um, when I was 19. um, Oh, wow. And yeah, I'm like 26 now. So I'm going into my seventh season. Okay. If it starts, 
this year. Right. <laughs> so then how did you get into that, though? Um, I was in film school, and while I was in film school, we had a, um, event that happened where the, um, the leader, the, the, he's really like the head honcho for our scoreboard department. His name is Mike Connors. He's an awesome, awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he came in to kind of talk with us about not what he was doing with the Cardinals initially. He was talking about um, his job that he had when he was working on a documentary on, like, U.S.-Afghani relations. Mm-hmm. Like, and this was, like, right before the war actually started. So he was kind uh... of like, you know. Yeah, it was a completely different, like, tone mm-hmm. from where we are today or sure. like, even immediately after 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of talking about that, and he had a segment in, as part of his, like, speech where he had with him, like, this giant, like, crate, and he asked for a volunteer, and I totally volunteered myself. I was, you know, not afraid of yeah. whatever it was going to be. And so he pulled out, out of this, like, trunk, um, a vest, like like a real big, like heavy duty, like military mm-hmm. kind of vest, and then we had like two really thick plates, like they're bulletproof plating that goes like in the front and the back. Mm-hmm. And so he had me wear that, and then he had me carry like this forty pound camera um, that like you know people use in like um, sports and documentary, like you know the really really long one that like holds on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like super, super heavy duty. So he had me have that on my arm, and then he also had me have the helmet that, like, you know, they had to wear. And then he was like, all right, I need you to, like, run across the room, get to the Humvee with the rest of the troops, and you're going to go to the X, Y, and Z, and, like, you know, film the interactions over there. And had me try to take a step, and I almost fell over. Oh, my God. So heavy. <laughs> but, like, it just kind of gave an idea to, like, you know, what it's like. It's not the easy work. You're not sitting there chilling in your Hawaiian shirt and your khakis like you know you're in you're in the thick of it uh-huh. you know and, and so, you gotta move fast because you need to get that shot oh yeah. most definitely and that maybe you know try to get that shot and then try not to get shot right um, right <laughs> so Holy it was really cow. kind of interesting but after that he had kind of opened it up to people saying like hey we're looking for people who want to who are interested in working you know getting the getting their foot in the door and working hard. And so I reached out and the rest is history. Dang, that's really cool. So then do you do a lot of their like events as well then? Um, I do a lot of things that are during the season. I'm not like a regular, we, there is like a full-time staff that is there um, for like the eight day to day. But like if there's specific events that are um, going on or if it's one of the scheduled game days, I'm, I'm usually... In the office. Okay. No, that's really cool, though. So then, um, your business, um, Mm -hmm. how has that been going for you? It's been going really great. Um, I started my private pictures in 2016. Um, I graduated college and I didn't automatically have a job, Mm -hmm. which was terrifying to me. I've been, like, pretty pretty um solid as a, as a um, college student with like gigs lined up so I you know remain busy um but like I graduated and didn't have like a full-time job like you know ready mm-hmm. and so I think one of the first things I was thinking was like you know if I you know make 
my own business, I can at least start trying to make myself money until I, you know, either get an, a full-time job or, you know, become self-sustained on my full-time job, on my full, on my business and make that into a full-time job. Sure. So, um, I, you know, like, got the paperwork all filled out to, like, be an LLC and, mm-hmm. like, did all of, like, the business sides of things. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah, like, kind of started from there, really kind of honing my craft and going on and doing specifically what I wanted to. I, I've been doing videography first, and then from videography, I learned photography, and um, this upcoming year will probably be more wedding photography and less video uh, videography. Okay. Uh, but I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm sure. learning to do it and learning to um, hone in on what it is that I really want to do. And while I do love wedding videography, and I think it has a very important place in um, the wedding industry, and I think it's a real vital source, it, to be honest, it can be a lot more work mm-hmm. than um, people think. Sure. Um, like, probably within wedding photography, like, I could probably get a wedding edited in a couple of days, and that's mm-hmm. like if I'm you know, taking my time and kind of pacing my culling and my editing and right. my post-processing process. Mm-hmm. Um, versus, like, you know, wedding videography, I'm kind of taking these pieces, like, uh, I call it, like, you know, building a puzzle, and you have all the pieces on the ground, but mm-hmm. they're all the same shape. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of take the piece and then put it over here and kind of make a succinct story. Mm-hmm. you know going from it so it's it's definitely more involved on the creative side of things and while that's definitely something that I am comfortable with doing and that I love doing it's it's getting to a period where I'm like you know it's 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 I, I know what I really really like to do right what I really like to do is wedding photography sure sure so then I mean a lot of this podcast um not a lot of it but there's a portion in this podcast where I do like to shed light on graduating college and going into so-called normal life Mm. and how you had um just a minute mentioned mentioned that you didn't necessarily have anything lined up um how did you navigate that and how, I mean, were your feelings and your emotions in that moment? Oh my goodness. That's like such a great question. <laughs> um, I was actually talking with um, somebody about this kind of like this, like post college yeah. period. Yep. It's real. Really, it's really real. Yeah, people put a lot of emphasis on like, you know, when you make that transition from high school to college, but they don't really talk about what happens after post college mm-hmm. transition. Um, it's kind of really the end of an era. Like, yep. I think for me, for the last, you know, 20-something, or almost 20-something years, mm-hmm. I knew what I had to do, you know, from August to June. I had a schedule that I was already laid out. I had yep. to get up. I had to get ready for school. Yep. I had to, you know, study my classes, do my homework, um, prepare for tests. And so once that was over, it was kind of like you had freedom to do anything. Yeah. Which is like good and bad, awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome, but it's also terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it was like really crazy. Like in an instant, like I woke up. I remember that the day after I graduation, I woke up and I was like, I, I, I can do whatever I want. 
and it wasn't like, you know, I can do whatever I want, and then, you know, in the fall, I have my next class or anything, it's like, no, this is, this is, this is the rest of my life. Right, literally. <laughs> literally, yeah, so I, I, I mean, like, that first summer was just, like, a really weird experience, you know, I know a lot of people sometimes take that summer to just kind of, like, chill, and, you know, mm. not really you know, since I'm, like, putting yourself out there and getting a job right away, just kind of, like, you know, experiencing, you know, post-university life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really wasn't really one of those people. I definitely needed to have something else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not one that likes, you know, sitting at home and yeah. twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, yeah. okay, this, this got old two hours ago. Let's right. Get something going. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those things that, like, when you're in, school it's really important especially to like seniors I tell us a lot of the time to like kids who are in um my alma mater's like you know department and like if it's your senior year like put those feelers out there and mm-hmm. try to get yourself like an internship or get get yourself like a, a PA position or something to just kind of start so that once you leave college you don't find yourself like okay now I'm going to create my resume. Now I'm going to, like, you know, try to get those um, those feelers out in, some, in my industry. You know, it does work. It does help if you're doing it while you're still in school so that by the time you graduate, you kind of, like, transition more smoothly into um, the career that you, you know, want to be in. Because, sure. like, I'll be, I'll be for real. Like, when I graduated college, my first job um, for like a week, no, maybe two weeks for like two weeks was like doing, um, yearbook photos. Oh yeah. <laughs> for sports teams. Uh-huh. Like going like high school to high school in the sun and like getting, you know, oh no, like 50, 60 high school football players mm-hmm. to like get in a formation to like take a photo and then like splitting them up and like doing individual photos and like while I was really really happy that I had a job and I had something to do I definitely was like this is not why I went to college this sure isn't why I, had, <laughs> I got this degree yeah but like you know it's one of those things that like if I had prepared ahead of time I probably could have like started off out of college with a different um position and a different career but you know you, you, you do I, I will definitely say, like, when you're outside of the college part, if you get a job, like, you know, work everything that you do, work your hardest, um, work hard, pretend like, not pretend like, but, like, but work as if that job was your ideal job. Like, you know, make those connections, have a positive attitude, um, don't complain because you didn't wish you were here. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to be, you know, outside in khakis, mm-hmm. you know burning my butt off yeah. I brought my water bottle but like I wasn't gonna go in front of all my co-workers and be like oh it's so hot mm-hmm. I hate it here mm-hmm. these freshmen aren't listening to me <laughs> this kid forgot his money and now he's trying to call his mom to figure out how he's gonna get the money to pay for his like sports photos you're like you know you don't have that kind of attitude no because you won't get very far you really no. won't get very no. far if you, if you have that kind of attitude no and I think I mean There are seriously probably a thousand reasons why so many people love you, but one of the biggest reasons is just your positive energy and 
your bubbly personality and just the radiating of, like I said, positivity on everyone and just love. Like, how do you do what you do? Does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) How do I do what I do? Oh, my God, that's such a... I honestly wish I could, like, answer that. Because, like, in my head, I feel like I'm like, oh, man, that's, like, not really that. It's like, no, like, all these things. And I'm like, I'm Well, I mean, I think I think one of my things is I, I just, I really do love people. Uh-huh. I really love working with people. I'm a very extroverted individual, yeah. like, which is why quarantine is killing me right, right. now. Right. <laughs> You know, can't go out and be in front of people and, nope. you know, see how they're doing and yep. hug them and, you know, yep. you know, so it's, hard. Uh, <laughs> it's real fun. But, yeah. um, yeah, that's just like one of the things that like really drives me is, is, is people and learning about them and, um, and, you know, being able to be social that's like kind of like my driving thing. I, that's what I really, I think I really love about our industry and our community is that it's a bunch of these people who work together, mm-hmm. you know, like for, to put a, this day together for this couple, you know, you have your planners, your, your florists, your photographers, your videographers, your DJs, mm-hmm. your, you know, venue coordinators, mm-hmm. um, and like you know, you can do like the beginning, you know, parts like you know the calligraphers, the yeah. um, oh, I'm breaking like with the rental people, the people that caterers, the, oh, the caterers, God bless the caterers, man. <laughs> you feed us good food. <laughs> I'm serious. I love when a caterer like loves on their vendors, uh-huh. like making sure that you get fed. Like that yeah. is the backbone of my whole yep. spirit. After a long, uh, long day. Oh my goodness. A yeah. long day and you get down and you get some like prime rib with yep. side. Oh gosh. Like, it's the best. And then all the desserts that they send you home with and you're like, yes, let's go. Oh my god. Take these cookies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, and then there's like pros and cons obviously working in the wedding industry because it's some good food always. And I don't know why god i mean thankfully but not thankfully i'm always having like tacos at my weddings (laughs) i'm like oh my gosh yes (laughs) right yeah i think like that's like one of those big things talking about like you know pros and cons one of those big things that i love with vendors who are all about the community aspect is making sure that you get fed yes you know a hot meal yes when you're you're working at seven eight hour day, yeah, um, nothing quite hits the heart more than a cold sandwich and stale chips, <laughs> or the trash can. Honestly, oh <laughs> you know, one wants that after a long day, and you're just like, yeah. I just want some meat and <laughs> potatoes. Kidding, I, want, I want what the table. I want what the table's getting. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. That's kind of like one of the like the. Um, what's the word I'm going for? When you, um, uh, like, it's like one of those rites of passage is that you uh-huh. have to, you know, experience one of those when you, you know, get a vendor meal and you're uh-huh. like, okay, 
Uh huh. This is never happening again. Right. No, I I definitely know photographers who have it in their contracts that they will get a hot meal. Um, oh yeah. Because I'm sure there's been time and time again of you know just a either cold sandwich meal with chips or totally forget you know so it's just no, like nothing. Yeah, literally nothing. So it's just like, nope, like, you gotta make sure your vendors are eating and make sure, I mean, these are long days, you know, and simply putting them into that count, you know, or at least letting your caterer know, like, hey, we got 10 vendor meals that we gotta prep for, you know, and making sure those are ready for them is crucial, literally. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) That day. For some people, it's like really, it's it's, it's life saving. Mm-hmm. You know, I um I have hypoglycemia, and mm-hmm. like one of my big things is I have to eat. Like mm-hmm. if I don't eat, I'm gonna fall over, mm-hmm. and it's not a pretty sight. Right. So you know, <laughs> thankfully I keep snacks on me. So like you know, if I'm not gonna get fed, I'm like, all right, I can at least hold myself over for an hour or two. Right. It's it's not just kind of like a. a delicacy to be able to get fed, you know, it's like, right. Right, yeah, no, definitely. Or even getting to be able to do, like, Uber Eats or something, you know? I know sometimes I'll be working, like, Indian weddings, and some of them are just vegetarian only, and I'm just like, no, I just need, like, Chipotle or something, and just, like, a whole bunch of meat. I'm weak, I love it. Is it? It's my, it's my, my go-to, my go-to, if I can, is Uh is Indian food. Mm. Like, I eat it, I eat it right, like, I eat it with naan, I don't use, I don't know what utensils are. Right. (laughs) Straight from the plate. Figure out how to eat it, I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) That's funny. Um, so, I mean... What do you kind of have in the works for you? Like, what are on the books? What are you looking forward to most? So it's just really interesting, like, during this this um, corona time, mm-hmm. um, I mean, kind of being able to take this period to work on things that I, I really wanted to kind of get done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, one of the things right now is um, I'm redoing my website mm-hmm. and kind of of readjusting some of the things I'm going to be able to offer for couples for 2020. Um, sneak peek, I recently purchased a photo booth. Ooh. I think oh, I yeah. did see you post about that. Yeah, I'm really excited about the photo booth. Yay. Congrats. It's, it's going to be really, really fun, I yeah. think, for, for clients and couples. And, like, personally, I'm probably going to sit in front of it, you know, for right. a solid week, just, like, you know, posting obnoxious things. Like, right. look at this! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, so that's gonna be. I'm working on a name for it. That's kind of like the big thing this week. It's it's delivering. I think Friday. Oh, tomorrow. Ooh. <laughs> um, and I don't know what to name it, so I'm probably gonna try to throw that out to the socials and see what people think should be the name for the photo booth. No, oh, I love that. Um, so then, is it like a mirror? booth or is it just like the one that kind of looks like an ipad with the ring line around it or what what is it kind of yeah it's it's that one i think it's called the salsa 
Ooh, salsa. salsa <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like it's its all-encompassing um, booth. It has its own stand. It doesn't require really any extra pieces. I think the only thing that needs to be, that can be added, is if you want to have a different background um, um, in terms of, like, you know, what you want to have behind you as you take your, your photo. So mm. that's going to be a, a fun a fun project for me, I think, to try to expand the things that I offer and how I can, you know, diversify my services for couples. Yeah, no, definitely. And, I mean, diversification is key, um, especially in times like these, you know, and, I mean, everything's obviously just kind of on pause, but it's just, like, nice to kind of just do different things, you know, and I feel like it keeps your creative juices flowing, you know. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Like, that's kind of really the reason that I do so many things that I do right now is that I, I can get very bored very easily. Yeah, so having yeah. something else ha- interact with another creative part of my brain is, is really great because, like, weddings are not sports in the slightest. No. <laughs> it requires a completely different, you know, way of thinking, a completely different way of using your equipment and, you know, being anticipating a moment because, you know, a moment in a wedding could be like, you know, um, the first kiss or dancing, but like sports, it is way faster. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you don't know, you know, what's going to happen next and you have to be ready. You have to be behind that lens. You know, you, thankfully with weddings, we're a little more predictable. Obviously we have the timeline out. We, you know, the planners or DJ or whoever is connecting with a photographer to say, hey, two minutes, you know, but, like, sports, you have two seconds, you know, if that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, yeah. Like, honestly, like, the, the shutter sounds are, like, on a whole other level. Oh, I bet. <laughs> oh, I bet, but then you can't even hear them because it's so loud in there, like. <laughs> Actually, it's really kind of crazy. I was talking with somebody about being on the field uh-huh. and in my head because, in my head, as a as a kid, I always thought like you know everyone's like really really loud and just intensely yelling at each other, and it kind of depends on how the layout of the stadium is set. But like, mm. what I thought was really crazy is that I could be next to somebody and kind of talking to them like how I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, though, if like a touchdown has happened, it's going to be a lot louder. Mm-hmm. But like kind of in those in between moments, like you know when you're lighting up right before play, mm-hmm. um, it's it's not that it's quiet, but it's that you can still be able to hear right. things. In front of you, yeah. Well, and yeah. I had just gone to my first Cardinals game last season, and I was like, this is this is America right here. I saw all, like, the tailgaters, I saw all the crazy, oh like, it yes. was crazy. What game did you go to? Uh, Who were we playing against? Oh, God, I don't remember. Oh, no. No, it was the Steelers. Hello, because there were more Steelers oh, fans than there were oh Cardinals fans. Steelers is, like, a whole other... There are few teams that if we go against, like, already going into it, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. If we lose by 14, that's okay. <laughs> right. No, it was cool, though, because I know Sean T came out for a bit and was, like, dancing. And I used to, like, do some of his... um workout uh kind of like video what was their videos called 
But it was like the actual like DVD workout stuff, and that was really oh, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, and one of my friends, actually they both worked at Lifetime, and so they're super big into everything fitness, and they're like, that's Shanti! And he's like dancing with the dancers and stuff. <laughs> oh so my that gosh, was really cool. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, I mean, what advice would you kind of give someone who is looking to actually dabble in both photo and video, you know, kind of how you are currently? Um, I would definitely say, um, when you're starting out to do as much as you can, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely, definitely recommend, like, you know, when I was first starting, I did, you know, whatever anybody said, like, you know, if they needed, you know, an assistant, I started, that's how I really started, got it, that was kind of how I really got started in the photo industry, industry is I started as a, like, a lighting assistant for okay. photographers mm-hmm. for a season, mm-hmm. um, and then I, like, you know, started learning the settings behind the camera and yeah. learning photography, and, like, I had kind of an understanding because I worked in video, and so it, there's a lot of overlap in terms of, like, you know, the shutter speed and things like that, but it's just measured differently mm-hmm. so I just kind of learned a little bit more about photography and, and really really what it is is like you know learn from a photographer if there's somebody who you really really love in your city or in your um your um market like mm-hmm. learn from them if you can um social media has really made it a lot easier to be able yeah. to gain access to a lot of these amazing people mm-hmm. um and then, like, you know, learn from them if they offer, like, a mentoring session. Like, you know, support them and learn from them. Or mm-hmm. if they can answer, like, some questions that you have, you know, like, you know, be able to work with them. Because it's really honestly about the community and being yeah. able to add yourself to com- to the community yeah. and um, and be able to learn as much as you can. Like, constantly. Con- I swear, I'm constantly learning. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this for a hot minute now. Right. Like, you know, I changed camera systems like you know halfway through my um like journey and like even going from there I had to like you know learn how a whole camera works you know Mm -hmm. I was shooting Canon which was kind of the industry standard um for a lot of you know what we do you know whether you're Nikon or Canon but like I know I made that huge change and shifted to Sony Mm -hmm. and was like shooting Sony and so I had to learn all these different things and how it applies to Sony because you know People, a lot of people, it's making a, a, a comeback in the sports in this industry for sure, but, like, for a while, it was, like, you know, being the Sony person in a Canon or Nikon environment was, like, oh, if something jams, like, you don't have somebody next to you to be, like, oh, if you go to social, so, like, you had to figure it out. Holy cow. That's crazy, yeah, though. Yeah, so, yeah, it's crazy. So, like, definitely constantly be learning stuff and, and, and don't feel like you're the professional of anything. Right. Um, like, you're not the absolute pro. There's always something you can be able to learn on. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think over time, um, know what you love and like know what know what your niche be is. Mm-hmm. I think when I first started, I was kind of just shooting everything, and now I'm kind of like narrowing down yeah. what I want to shoot and like you know the who my ideal client is. And mm-hmm. and niching down isn't an issue. I know some people kind of say like you should keep things as broad as possible so you can be able to still get work. But the honest, the honestly, the thing is like once you niche down. Like, that's where you really get the work that you want to do versus mm-hmm. the work that you feel you have to do. Right. You know, to pay the bills. Right, right, right. Um, 
Like, I have a, a couple whose wedding I'm going to do in 2021, and, like, they are my ideal client. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't started, like, you know, to niche down some of the things. Sure. Um, and not going from shooting absolutely everything to being like, you know, I did backyard weddings, and I've done golf course weddings, and I've done, you know, elopements, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking I like these things more versus yeah. those yeah. things. Right, so, right. I think to start, definitely work on and shoot everything. Shoot in the different spots. Shoot a backyard wedding. Shoot mm-hmm. a golf course wedding. Mm-hmm. Shoot in the desert. Shoot in a high classy hotel. Yeah. So then you can kind of have an opinion and have an experience in each of these industries. Each, and then once yeah. you are ready to niche down, you're like, hey, I'm done with golf courses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for more of and then insert what you're you're passionate for yeah Yeah. no I love that um and then how can we help you oh goodness (laughs) that's such a great question (laughs) um I guess if you're starting oh I don't want to make anybody like feel like they have to talk to me um (laughs) no but I do feel like having just putting it out there to the world, you know, if people are needing help, just having you say it, you know, reach out to me if you have any questions or I don't even know what you're going to say. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but. No, no, you're totally <laughs> Um, Honestly, I love um, working with, with other creatives. Okay. Um, I do. I really do. I'm, I'm not in a position, I feel like, to be a mentor. I know there's some people who, like, who are in the industry and then go into the educator space um, because they feel they have a calling to education. Mm-hmm. And while I think that's absolutely essential and, like, definitely, like, a calling, it's not something that I have right now. Mm-hmm. But I still very much am, am, am big about, you know, meeting with other creatives mm-hmm. and, like, chatting with them and, and talking about what are the next steps, you know, building that that community of mm-hmm. your people mm-hmm. so that, you know, you can do something like, you know, pitching out an idea like, oh, I want to do another shoot in Arcosanti. Yep. Who are my people? Mm-hmm. Who are my, who is my like go-to vendor team? Yeah. You know? And almost like, just having like your, I mean, just peeps that you'll call up and you can continue to call up for anything, you know? It's like, oh my God. Yeah. When you can build those relationships in the industry especially, like, I countless times have had to call um, Kylie with Material Girls because I know Kylie has a ton of linen on hand and, Mm, like, just little things like that, you know, that she literally just has in her garage and I could just be like, hey, Kylie, uh, what's your code to your garage? I gotta get in there. I need this real quick. And I'm in the area, you know, like just being right. able to do that with your frienders is what I love to call them. That's priceless, oh, I love honestly. That. Yeah. I love that term. Yeah. Ooh, I might borrow that. For yes. My, Absolutely. For I love that. Yeah, I also love Kylie. Like, yeah. Material Girls is oh. amazing. No, and her product is amazing. Like, always. She just has the best of the best. And she's so funny. She's like, I have too much stuff. I'm like, no, you're perfect right where you're at. You yeah, should just no keep such it all. thing. Yeah. No such thing. You definitely have what you need, yep. what yep. you don't know if you don't know if you need. Yeah. Somebody else might need. So yep. in that in that plane, you're doing good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. So, yeah, I, um, 
gosh, we just keep talking about doing a freaking meetup with everyone, and we just need to do it once all this is over, definitely. Yes, please. I've told so many people, I'm like, I'm going to be so, I'm not even going to be in my house. (laughs) I'm just, like, planning so many trips just to just, like, see people Mm -hmm. because I wasn't able to before. Right. Right. Like, if I go home, it's going to feel like, no, I'm no, I'm going to go somewhere else now. Yeah. Like, I'm going to yeah. get out of the house, and I'm gone. <laughs> Serious. Can't be at my home anymore. Right. <laughs> go out into the community. Right. Well, I adore you and love you, and you oh. know this, but um, once all this is over, we'll definitely get together. We'll definitely... Um, you know, just hang out again, like, normal life, um, (laughs) but, I I know, (laughs) it's gonna be the best day ever, honestly, but I am so appreciative of you being on the podcast today, I appreciate you taking time out of your, um, it's night now, I've I've been going all day, I don't even know what time it is anymore, (laughs) um, but yeah, thank you again for being on, and I'll let you know for sure when all this is posted up, um, And yeah, I'm excited to share people's stories with you and, um, no, I'm excited to share your story with people. Sorry, I had to think about that one for a sec. And like just the cool things that you do, you know? So, I mean, even if there is someone that's like, oh my gosh, it's my dream to get in with a sports team, you know, then I'm going to be like, hey, talk to my girl Maya because... She's in, oh, you know, yes. like, <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, I definitely love meeting people and seeing them. It's actually kind of crazy the amount of people who I've, like, either been in school with mm. or um, have met along the way who I, like, see on game days and I'm like, holy crap, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, you do, like, you know, um, replay now, yeah, that's, like, yeah. super awesome, like, yeah. you know, we get to, like, kind of chill and talk about it, it may be for, like, five minutes, because, you know. On a game day, you know, every minute counts. So you, right. might, you might be here for a hot minute, then you gotta jump and Skedaddle. go do something else. But yeah, or you do it after the afterwards, you know, and you're like, okay, now that we have a moment, how are you? <laughs> right. Oh my goodness, so true. No, There's definitely times in the in the like halftime space. I'm like, hey, yeah. Now that you're breathing, right, right. For the next two minutes, let's let's uh, let's chill. Let's chill. Right. No, yeah, that's super fun though, but. I will um, let you go and enjoy the rest of your night. But like I said, thank you again for your time. And thank you for being my friender. Um, And we will chat soon. And we will see each other soon. But in the meantime, stay healthy and happy and safe. Um, And yeah, I look forward to seeing you soon. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. But I'll, um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. So... Thank you guys again for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Miranda Madison Events. If this podcast has brought you any sort of value or you've learned something possibly from a previous bride or a vendor that you're just wanting to pass on and someone just needs to hear, please share it on with them. Um, I am really excited for this podcast and I am wanting the world to hear it so however I can help you guys however I can bring you more value um perhaps there's another topic that you may want to hear just let me know thank you guys bye